0: Welcome to our Charlotte, your source for everything Queen City. Welcome to our Charlotte, everybody. Tonight I am joined by Eric and Rachel once again. Hello,
1: hello, old friends.
0: And tonight they're going to be battling it out for the final, uh, the final of our first of our. It, this is basically a. It's a
1: best of three, right?
0: Yeah. So like, wh- whoever wins this is going to go down in our legendary hall of fame as a trivia winner. But they will also great honor. They'll also be competing once they win. The next, the next three players who will win are going to go into a legendary death match.
1: Ah, like Jeopardy when you have the tournament of champions.
0: Yes. And it's going hey. to. It's it, and hopefully I'm planning on. Tribeca! Ch- I'm trying. Ch- <laughs> I'm trying to find a place that's going to allow us to do this live. And not only that, the audience will be able to participate in this.
1: That's the sound your mother made last night, Trebek.
0: Everybody will get little answer sheets and stuff. So like, hopefully we'll be able to find a place that's going to be able to do this live. But we're going to end the championship live. So that's... In the oh, future, oh right,
1: on stage. On stage, we got plans, y'all. We got plans.
0: So the four people, four people, will okay. get to like compete on stage, but everybody in the audience will get to participate and also win some prizes. So Brad. keep keep that on your uh, on your buzz Stay buzzers. Stay tuned
1: for further information. But
0: also, I'd like to introduce my brother-in-law who's here, Charles. Say hey, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, he, hey,
1: Charles. Hey
0: Charles, this is my brother-in-law, and I see you. <laughs> today we kind of had like a weird journey because uh, we I won a PS4 today.
2: Woo! There it is again. You, <laughs> I wasn't gonna
0: mention it, but you guys said I should so should say something. But like,
1: because it it has defined the arc, the trajectory of your day, as it were. You were like set to make a coherent podcast that made sense, and now you're just like.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna Suck lie. it,
1: I played PS4 all day because I won one. Anyway, tell, tell them the story.
0: Well, basically like, this morning, um, well, well, here's the thing. Charles wasn't even supposed to be here today. Charles was supposed to go up to Virginia with my mom and my sister, because, sadly, if if you guys, I'm not a prayer person, I, send, I say you can send good vibes out, but if you're a prayer person or you want to send good vibes out, my grandmother's in the hospital. It's My great-grandmother actually, she's in her 90s, and she slipped in a in a uh, Kroger's and there's a pallet that she slipped on. And we might be suing, but I don't, I don't know about that. But it sadly she fell on her face and she's she's doing better. But sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent there. But Grandma, Granny, as I call her, best wishes, bet, best wishes, oh yeah. best wishes John sending them prayers John. out there. But that that's the start of the story because basically Charles was supposed to go with my sister <laughs> and his he, wife. His wife, yes, my, my, lovely, my, wife. my lovely sister Abby. My
3: wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, so Charles was basically supposed to go, and he ended up just like, he was kind of feeling sick this morning, and he he doesn't really know the family up there, so it's kind of like, we're just going oh, yeah. to. I told him, I was like, I'll drive him home, and we're just chilling, and all of a sudden I see a UPS truck pull up and back into my driveway, and I was like, Are they turning it around? And I saw them get a package out and bring it up to me, and it had my name on it.
1: It was a big package, was it not?
0: It was a big package. It was PS4 shaped, (laughs) or box shaped. (laughs) It's kind of like what I was hoping to see, that shape for Christmas with my name on it. Like... (laughs) Because I know, I know what like like game systems come in.
2: Because you know that dildo that you bought five months ago that never came that you wrote several letters about could uh-huh. just be that.
0: I was also kind of freaked out too <laughs> because the the name on <laughs> the package was like uh, young Americans. He he said it, said
4: it, and that it was when it rec- came, though.
0: <laughs> it was rectangle shaped.
4: That <laughs> he dildo, right? said, he even said that he was like, this better not be a dildo. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like,
1: it ha- here's the thing. I'm a, so many of them come to my house unsolicited. <laughs> I don't know who's sending them. But here's the thing: I'm i
0: ju- I'm a junior, so like I've got my dad. He orders weird things, and sometimes I end up getting them. Like <laughs> he's a junior, meaning he, he and his dad share sure the
1: right, same. Right, not yes, like size I'm,
2: three. I'm I'm
0: Jonathan Edward Weaver <laughs> he is of the age, second.
1: ladies. He is of age, so holler at your boy. Hey, I'm twenty
0: five. I'm I'm middle aged for a 20 year old. Quarter life crisis. Damn, this
1: is off uh, audio, but Charles is putting up a man bun right now. <laughs> oh. I got to say his hair is looking phenomenal these days.
0: He, he's definitely got a very viking look going on.
2: He has the man bun. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> but anyways, back to the PS4 story. You're me blush, guys. So, ge- so basically about a month ago, I went to a Circle K Yes, I'm going to say a Circle K, local Circle K and they ba- i did i just saw this thing that was like it was, a, it was a competition it was like call of duty black ops 3 if you sign up on this website you could win a ps4 sponsored by circle k
1: new purchase necessary and that's when john was like i must capitalize on this
0: opportunity well see no i thought about it i was like i bet you like millions of people or not millions of people whoever goes in circle k's around charlotte area like looked at that and they're like they probably didn't even bother to like remember like they had these little things that you could peel off and it had the little like website you went in and typed in and you just put your information in and i did it and i freaking won man and it was so crazy because i was like i opened up the box and i just see the ps4 in there and you know this i i run a uh another podcast it was just coming back here this month in march now that we're in march uh uh my other podcast Junkcast will be doing some gaming stuff so if you guys are into that you can check it out. But uh but basically I've been always complaining on our Facebook group how I don't have a next gen system and I was just like randomly miraculously I got a PS4. But Good for you. I was very happy and I'm that, sorry.
1: that's incredible that you did it what a month ago. Yeah. And they shipped it in that amount of time. Like the results were decided, and they shipped it in that amount of time. I honestly think I may
0: have been the only one who to enter into it because that's what I was thinking. was like no one's gonna enter it, so maybe me and like two other people entered, and I just like got randomly lucky. One one out of three or something.
1: One time I collected like ten General Mills cereal box tops and sent it into yeah. Nickelodeon for a fucking Nickelodeon keychain that had like gack in it and like different like <laughs> shit that you like you spun it up and down.
0: Who doesn't love Gak? Awesome. Hey Charles, t- it, tell But you know
1: what? It took fucking eight months or some shit for it to arrive. <laughs> but, or maybe it appeared that it? way to a 10 year old. I did get it but like damn and not that we're around, sponsored by any of these good.
0: companies but i also i'm on this website called clout and pillsbury sent me a pillsbury doughboy and i have it right here in in the audience You shaking it around i'm shaking it i'm just saying give it a touch
1: it i got some like touch little, stomach.
0: i got it doesn't i wish i could <laughs> press the summit and it would go Ooh. but charles also speaking of winning things tell him about your skyline that you won
1: Oh, skyline! No, no, you
0: you remember like you got
4: from the mall, like you got the skyline, and then like your parents, like oh yeah, I did. I won a fucking car, but I was sixteen years old at the time and they told me that I couldn't write it off to my parents that I just could not win at that time because you had to be 18 mm. years old or older to... Damn. Wasn't that like at Carolina Play Small? It was Carolina Play Small, and they fucked me.
1: <laughs> so did they give it to the next person? or did they just? I, I have, it have it no away? idea.
4: Did I just, like, screw up the entire they thing? They probably just give no it away,
1: idea. and they were like, Oh, see, government, we tried to give it away, but he was a minor, so...
0: Corporate <laughs> S- r-
2: man's the rules, son needs to car. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So, like, the, the owner of the mall's is like, son got the skyline somehow. <laughs> yeah. But guess what time it is. It's time for trivia. Dun-dun-dun-dun.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trivia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Tonight's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tonight's God, uh damn,
1: sample that and record that for the next. I know that that could evening. be
0: some dubstep or something. Tonight's uh theme for <laughs> trivia is Charlotte celebrities. People who have lived oh, works wow. various other things that would make them Charlotte celebrities. And I take this list from Wikipedia, so if you mm, browse the, legit. If you browse the Charlotte celebrity <laughs> Wikipedia list, you, you know, you may know this. I don't know how often you go there, but I go there quite often. Well, at least today I have been there quite often. (laughs) So, who are you guys ready for Rochambeau? That's right. I remember this time. It's only one. Whoever wins this.
1: One, two, three, shoot, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I closed my
2: eyes. Guys, I closed my eyes and I won instantly. I I
1: perceived that you were going to do rock and she comes out with scissors. Okay.
0: <laughs> what what Charlotte raised man oh, was the easy. host of MTV's Wild and Out and host of America's Got Talent. He was raised in Charlotte. What man so easy. hosted America's it's Got so Talent? Easy. and was on it's Wild so and easy. Out. That's you, Rachel. Nick,
2: wait.
0: Man. One point on the Nick board. Yeah. One Charles point. I, saw face. Hey, <laughs> I don't. She got it. She got it. I, know, got I it. was picturing I the
2: man. Would. I was picturing hey. him. And and guess what? She
0: didn't say Abraham Lincoln this time. <laughs> That's
1: true. She. <laughs> but I just. I when she said Nick Charles was like, uh-huh.
0: yeah. but <laughs> she got it. She got it. She totally no, got she that.
3: I'm starving for it. it.
2: I only say Abraham Lincoln when I don't know the All answer. Unless it's Abraham Lincoln.
1: Which okay. has never been. This, yes. right. you, you
0: might get this. This is it right up your alley.
1: <laughs> oh, my alley. It's very dark and full oh, of... Oh.
0: Adam Lazara from Charlotte is the lead singer of what band?
1: Adam Lazara? Yeah. Is the lead singer of what band?
0: That was from Charlotte.
1: From Charlotte?
0: Yeah. And I'll say he's kind of a—I uh, can't—I don't know—he's—he's someone—he's college rock, I guess you could say.
1: Adam Lazar. Adam Lazar. The lead singer of what band?
0: Yes, yeah, from Charlotte. It's so—it's a band that you would know. I'll tell you that. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and we were actually listening to this band, like, not too long ago at Chris Byram's mid,
4: house.
0: mid-2000s. Yeah, I'll give you that. Mid-2000 band. Ooh,
1: fu- I don't know. Fucking Hoobastank. I don't know. It's probably a shitty band.
0: The answer is Taking Back Sunday.
1: Oh, I was right. It is a shitty band. <laughs> hey. Oh. Mid-2000s. <laughs> I love Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> Better make damn All right. For the Rick. record, I'm about four to five years older than all these fucking true, idiots true. who hate who uh, love and love shit. Take back. Sunday is a good band. Don't. I am. <laughs> all right. Rachel. Rachel, me. <laughs> Rachel, it is your
0: turn now. All right. <laughs> I
1: love that band. Okay. <laughs> that's my favorite band.
0: Emily Maynard. Favorite, Emily yeah. Maynard starred <laughs> in season eight of what huge reality show? And she's from Charlotte. One more time. Emily Maynard starred in Season 8 of What Huge Reality Show? And this chick is from Charlotte. So, she's a celebrity, I guess.
2: Emily Maynard.
0: Emily Maynard. Season 8 is a big Season eight. 8. So, it's a show that's had Reality 8 seasons. Show. Reality show. It
4: sucks.
2: <laughs> Don't. I have a guess. Is it 16 and Pregnant? Oh!
0: Is that your final answer?
1: Can I go for this deal? I mean, wait. Is, that,
0: is that your final answer? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus, well then no. <laughs> no. I'm gonna have to take that as your final
0: answer because you, you had <laughs> conviction with it. Oh
2: yeah. fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> Eight seasons okay. and shitty,
1: probably Big Brother. No. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'll give you uh, one. I'll okay. get since, since he got it wrong. I'll give wait. you one more chance to answer. Just to to, to to actually counter for a point.
2: Shitty reality ah uh, um, 5 4 3 2 project <laughs> that would be incorrect the correct
0: answer would be the bachelorette
1: uh, oh
2: that's i feel like that that would have been so oh, easy you should have said really extra shitty we didn't
1: know how oh
0: sorry
4: didn't emphasize <laughs> extra <laughs> shitty yeah, you should have
2: said basic bitch extra shitty <laughs>
4: It deals with a rose. Its it's game. All right, Are you ready for
2: this? I will from a rose. Yes. I'm All right.
1: right. Sorry. I wanted to give you your time, but I felt like that was good enough. There.
0: This NBA athlete went to Charlotte Christian, is an alumni of Charlotte Christian, and is now in the NBA. What is his name? Did he play for Davidson? I can only say he... I I don't (laughs) know for a fact, but he played for Charlotte Christian. He's an alumni of Charlotte Christian, and he's an NBA player now.
1: Hmm. My man. Steph Curry! You would be correct. Yes! Oh! He did play for Davidson. Right? Or was it Pfeiffer? It was Davidson, right? Not Pfeiffer?
2: I don't know. (laughs)
1: So, it's it's kind of surprising that someone who went to Davidson, like that's not a big basketball school, but like he's become,
0: he's pretty huge, man.
1: He's arguably the best player in the NBA right now. It's kind of crazy.
0: This, okay, it's Rachel's turn? turn. So, so we've got, so we've got one, is it one to one right now
2: or I one have, to two? I know two. I have one. Yes. one. One
0: to one. It is one to one.
2: And I got Nick Cannon.
0: So it's back.
2: Fabulous shoes. Is it? It's back to Rachel, right? (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, Rachel. What professional wrestler is known to be from Charlotte, North Carolina? Oh, damn.
2: Male or female? It's a it's a male. It's a male, okay. oh, and he's a pretty I, popular uh, a wrestler good, good from the old days. Rachel, it's I relevant to our podcast. I'm not that familiar because with because Rachel wrestlers has things. been
1: recorded. She's been quoted on was it our Charlotte or slash our our Charlotte John, where someone quoted her as saying,
2: "All I said, I said oh, yes, That said, was said, our
0: Charlotte.' Yeah. One of those. Yeah, it's it is. He as, says, "Woo." And he does
1: chest slaps like, and his nickname is the Nature Boy.
0: I, I had it. I had to give it to Rachel because I knew <laughs> okay, I um, so many
1: clues.
0: <laughs> I knew for I knew for a fact that this guy would get it right away, so I couldn't have give it to. Him. I
2: don't follow wrestling at all. I will admit that's why that. I
1: gave you so many clues. <laughs> I, but I still couldn't. Um,
2: all woo, the clues in the world. Woo <laughs> Woobert Hamson. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to give you a point for this, but would you Woo like Bert. to answer it uh, well, over there, it's, it's Eric the
1: Nature Boy Ric Flair?
0: Woo With his crooked ass teeth, you would be Could correct. Have, it is I, Ric
1: God Flair. Damn, was, he looks like a fucking hot dog that's been but, in the water too long. Wait, does that?
2: The are we allowed to steal? Teeth in the world. Hold on.
0: Okay. Does that nope. count? No, he doesn't a get a Steven point. Okay. okay. Eric.
2: But you, he was like, "You got that correct." Eric, I got oh, you a okay. question here. <laughs> okay.
0: Mandy Patinkin. I know him. Star. It's a lady, Mandy Patinkin. No, it's not. Patinkin, or is a it guy?
1: It's a dude. It was a fucking guy who says, "I am a nigga Montoya You kill my father with the Well, well to shit. You just get.
0: Bride. You get the point then. <laughs> you <I> dumbass. Thought, <laughs> it's a lady. I thought it was a. La- well, I'm just. Oh, got, no. John. i didn't know the guy's name was mandy uh, he i'm he telling appeared you
1: appeared on the colbert report by the way you get the point you get the, the point colbert because report. that was my
0: question the princess bride and honestly i did not know that because oh, i I'm, I, that I, I apologize for he not appeared knowing on the
1: colbert report actually running for president really and no one knew if he was serious or not it was like a few years ago
0: well you just it he's was from like, charlotte did you know that
1: i did not know that that's pretty cool yeah
0: now Is you know
2: that makes me feel warm and. Sad. And now
0: and now I feel like a dumbass, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Literally, I did not have my trivia plan today, so I just kind of went to Wikipedia and grabbed all these. I don't have any questions. Just that, have. That's why we led this segment with
1: the PS4 but, story because John has been. We knew there wasn't shit. Batman <laughs> but, and Black Ops. 3 but all we, got a, <laughs> <New> we
2: got <laughs> a. New PS. We got a. So
0: it's two to one.
2: Oh. Okay. What is
1: it? First,
2: is it first or three? You got another uh, princess bride? No, I don't. Question. Damn it. Okay.
0: Okay. This is this is actually okay. What famous evangelist is from Charlotte? Billy
2: Graham. Wait, Franklin. Hold on, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, the you said a,
0: you, you said the answer correct. You, Billy Graham. Okay.
1: I was gonna say it's <laughs> it's your good friend's no. grandpa. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, that's actually on my list, but not anymore.
1: <laughs> What's his name, Jim Baker? <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> all right,
2: Chapman. <laughs> oh, okay. Woop, woop. What,
0: Eric? It's your turn. So now it's two to two. <laughs> that's
1: probably public. Knowledge. Who's gonna that's
0: win? Right. Who's gonna win tonight? Who's gonna win tonight? We're about to find out. This Jim Rash is an actor in what NBC comedy starring Joel McHale?
1: Jim Rat.
0: Jim Rash.
1: Jim Rash? Yes. You like Athlete's Foot? What are you talking about?
0: Jim Rash, J I M, R A S H. Oh. Is an actor <laughs> for what NBC comedy starring Joel McHale?
1: Oh, Community. But it's no longer existing, right? On NBC.
0: Well, yeah, but that is correct. Okay. Eric. Eric pulled <laughs> through as the winner of okay. our first championship round. I know
1: Joel McHale he used to host talk soup.
0: Yeah. And he's still host. Uh, you soup. know
1: who hosted Talk Soup right Ugh. before him? Someone. I were. fell in love with this woman when I was a wee teenager. Aisha Tyler.
0: Oh, Aisha Tyler. I love Aisha she Tyler. She's a huge gamer. I thought you were going
2: to say Rosie O'Down. Oh, God.
1: my goodness.
4: Yes. No. She no, no one
1: ever. <laughs> beautiful, brilliant. <laughs> yes. And black. The Triple B.
4: Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, we're about to head to our Queen City and sessions and I just like to thank uh Dylan Gilbert for coming out and uh doing a little interview with us. Thanks, Dylan. Uh Hectorina is a, he's part of this band called Hectorina and it's one of the best band local bands in Charlotte.
1: Thanks I, for the cassette tape. Yeah, no, no uh,
0: I gave them one of the cassette tapes, but also we're giving away a Hectorina C D and cassette tape. And all you have to do is send us an email at O U O U R C H A R L O T T E seven O four seven zero four to be more correct at gmail.com. And say that again. O U R C H A R L O T T E seven zero four at gmail dot com.
1: Our Charlotte seven
0: zero four. At gmail.com. And just say, you know, you don't have to say anything, just like entering into the contest as your subject or whatever, and just whatever. But just, you know, just for a way you can enter it, and whoever we pick, we'll just put it into a random generator, and whoever wins, we're going to send you a CD or a tape. We'll send two people out. Hopefully and, you have
2: a tape deck like I do. And I'll tell you this,
0: I think it's really cool that they, you know, we, we actually end up talking about this in the interview, so... We're going to take this little break now and go to our Queen City Sessions interview with Dylan Gilbert from Hectorina, and we'll be back afterwards.
1: Any computer science nerds know that there's no such thing as a random generator, and John is full of shit. I mean, there's there's certain biases built into every random number generator on any computer system, be it a von Neumann machine or some kind of quantum computer from... Some advanced technology and in some alien species. I mean, Eric's getting, getting
0: all technical on us with uh with the random generator. But I'll tell you, I won't be. It will be randomly generated by something Let's flip a coin. or a hat. It, we'll get there, but we'll, someone it will. So, there. Someone will win it.
2: Names in a hat.
0: Rega- I'll supervise. So regardless. John doesn't pull some bullshit. No one's pull, I'm not pulling any bullshit. <laughs> Someone's gonna win it, and we'll send it to you, and you'll send us guess your address, and we'll send it to you. And now we go to our interview with Hectorina, well, Dylan Gilbert from Hectorina. And welcome to Our Charlotte, and our little side project here is Queen City Sessions. I'm here with Dylan Gilbert of Hectorina. How you doing today?
3: I'm doing great. How you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm so glad that uh, you uh, were able to come over to the studio today, and um, I've actually... Known about you personally through Myspace back in the day, way back in the day.
3: Which is really wild. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think everybody um, was friends at some point on Myspace back in the day in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true, too. It was, it was i got to say, Myspace is actually kind of what got me uh, into the local scene of just meeting bands and stuff. And I, that's how I got to um, hear your stuff. Um so let's go a little bit into your history. You started off as a solo artist, right?
3: Uh, yeah. And it, it wouldn't really own purpose. It was just I couldn't find a band. I was like 18 and yeah. I was like, I'm going to do music and I'm, I'm going to tour and I want to write songs and, you know, make records and the, the whole bit. Um, but I was very impatient about finding a band, and all my buddies went off to to different colleges, and I just wanted to go on the road, Uh, so I just said, well, you know, I'm just going to you know, do the solo solo one-man band kind of thing for a little while and uh, see what happens, and um, I ended up touring for about four or five years uh, down the East Coast, just me in a car with a guitar, just figuring out how to do it, put out a couple of records that I just put together in my basement. How was
0: that experience, um, being a solo artist and being so young and kind of doing it on your own?
3: It was great, and I mean, I was just so excited to be out there and be playing, you know, that uh, I really enjoyed it. It wore me down after a while just being out there on the road by myself I can you imagine know? um but I mean it was, it was great you know I mean I love being on the road still So yeah. um it's
0: gotta be a little bit more fun with a band though now yeah yeah um
3: and the other two guys in Hectorina are some of my best buds so it's great to be out there with your friends
0: so how did um Hectorina actually how did you go from solo to joining Hectorina or did you all start it together
3: um well it um it came together really naturally, which I guess is the best way for something like that to happen. Because oh, yeah. uh, me and Zach and John were friends before, um, and and we had been in bands that had like played together. Like I'd played a show, and then their bands had played on that same show, so we knew each other, and we knew that each other played. Um, so I was still doing the solo thing. Uh, this would have been about sometime in early 2010, yeah. I guess. Um, And I was kind of, like I said, getting kind of lonely about <laughs> going yeah. out on the road by myself. So I was I was kind of getting tired of, of doing it completely alone and starting to think about maybe getting a band together again because uh, it had been a few years. So I was like, hey, would you guys, you know, no commitment. You know, would you guys just like to go out on the road with me for a couple of weeks? I'm going to do this little tour. You know, you guys can just come and play bass and drums with me for fun. And then, you know we don't have to continue after that if you guys don't want to but we ended up having such a good time out there on the road together that we decided like hey well you know let's let's maybe make this a band um and then for about a year we were just it was still like kind of this transitional like kind of the solo project but yeah. kind of a band and then we just decided oh, forget it we're just a band now we're gonna start writing songs together and it's not a solo project anymore
0: and so i gotta ask this is the most stereotypical uh interview question i can ask but um where did you get the name hectorina from <laughs> it's, it's 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 a very catchy name and you know that's obviously a plus in the entertainment industry but where did it come from
3: Um so we uh, in in that in between period, it was about a year that I was telling you about. Uh, we were called Dylan Gilbert and the Overeasy Breakfast Machine. Nice, uh, which was a fun name, yeah. but way too long, and it started getting us into trouble because we'd go out on the road and venues would think that like three bands were playing because oh, <laughs> yeah. our name's so long. <laughs> so it was just confusing everybody. I think. Uh, so we said, you know, like now that we're we're gonna change the name for good. Let's think of something short, quick, simple that that we can use that we feel like represents us um and in you know just being the way that we are as buddies together you know we love inside jokes and love oh, yeah. naming all of our songs and uh records and things like that stuff that it kind of has a little little wink uh for us yeah. you know uh so we have this buddy he's actually a friend of mine that I grew up with um who's one of those guys who who has lots of different jobs you yeah. know, he's uh he's jack of all trades yeah he's been like tried to be a firefighter, he sold insurance, he's uh started a little league team. I mean, I, this guy's done everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh so at one point in time he was working at this bird aviary. Uh Wow, that's kind of <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, somewhere somewhere in South Carolina and he he was he would always tell this story and he said, "You know, sometimes I'd, you know, stay the night, make sure all the birds were okay." And um he said there was this one bird named Hectorina that was like this big macaw, I guess. Yeah. Uh that that could sing its own name wow. and he said the bird uh was originally named Hector they thought it was a boy found out it was a girl, was a girl. <laughs> and, and, and renamed it Hectorina uh but he said you know I, w- I would stay there overnight taking care of the birds and I would hear her like across the aviary going Hectorina like singing like an opera singer that's amazing and we always just thought that was a laugh you yeah. know like really funny uh so you know if Fast forward six months later, we were trying to come up with a band name, and we had all of these like really heavy, like sounding, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> really like you know, like almost you know borderline metal band names, and we were like, no, nah, that's just too much for us, you know. Um, and Zach, I think, is the one that suggested, why don't we go with Hectorina, you know, because it's
0: kind of
3: a person's name, but it's a very uncommon name. It is it's a very uh, uncommon
0: name. I don't even. I think I've only heard it as your band name honestly i don't yeah, think i've heard um, it in the wild <laughs> we we,
3: lo- we looked it up and i i think it's of scottish descent actually which oh, it really? sounds uh maybe uh like a spanish name almost yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. uh so we thought that that could kind of work to our advantage it's it's this kind of name that has very little preconceived notions like you hear hectorina and that could be like a metal band or somebody playing the flamenco guitar you know oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> or like I, you know, I don't know what i was thinking the story was going to be but it's, it's just such a I thought maybe y'all had smashed two words together to make it. I, I don't know, but that story is awesome because usually when you ask this question, the kind of bands will just be like, "I don't know, it was just kind of random." Like, <laughs> but that that's an awesome uh, name, and that you know, maybe y'all should put a Hectorina on your next album cover. <laughs>
3: yeah, we've actually been uh, thinking about like planning a trip and In meeting this bird. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, I feel like like we ought to <laughs> you're, you're maybe you yeah. could
0: uh, get like a recording of it saying Hectorina and incorporate yeah. it into a song oh that'd be awesome that, that, but that's really cool that a bird's able to like I, I, you said it was a macaw right I guess I
3: think it's a macaw yeah, so yeah.
0: Some, some sort of parrot I'm assuming but um, they uh, that that's so awesome Just I can imagine just like that can kind of sound creepy I can imagine working late at night and then hearing like <laughs> a voice saying
3: Hectorina, Hectorina. that's yeah.
0: awesome though um, so what style of music would you consider Hectorina as?
3: Oh, that's, that's always a tough one for us, you know, Um, uh, 'cause cause I think that we've always kind of had this like bullheaded, like we're not going to get, you know, put in one genre or another, Yeah. um, which might not be a good thing, you know, uh, cause it, it makes us hard to explain sometimes, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're really influenced by, um, like heavier stuff like some post-punk um but also you know we all listen to a lot of jazz we all um love the beatles um we grew up on motown and uh lots of like old soul and r&b 60s pop um
0: so you definitely kind of got an alternative indie vibe to you too yeah um it's definitely i was just listening to some of the stuff you guys had up on soundcloud the other day and I mean, it, it's just, like you said, you were saying it's hard to describe. And when I was trying to listen to it, like trying for myself, figure out what kind of style. It, it's it's a different style. And, and that's a good thing, though. It, it's something that, you know, you hear, there's a lot of bands that come, come and go. But there's very few bands that actually stand out from the crowd and have a different sound. I think you guys definitely have a different sound, especially in Charlotte. I don't think there's really any other band that that encapsul- encapsulates what you guys are doing.
3: Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, I mean, I guess that's been kind of our, our MO, you know, since we started is, you know, we want to do something new, do something fresh yeah. and, you know, not necessarily so out, out of the box that it, it turns people off, you know, but, um, something that, that feels new and, and exciting for us and, and hopefully for the people listening too.
0: I, I think it definitely does. And I know you, you guys got a huge following in Charlotte. I I know you guys did. Uh, didn't you guys have a residency at? Uh,
3: yeah, we've we've done two residencies now. Actually. And that
0: was at. Uh, were they both at Snug Harbor? Yeah.
3: Both of those were at Snug Harbor. Yeah.
0: And, and ex- explain a little bit what a residency is for fans that might not know exactly.
3: Um, well, it's it's Snug Harbor. At least it it goes where you play every Wednesday night for a whole month. Um, so we did it in 2014 whenever we released our second record, A Thousand Jackals, um, just to celebrate record release. Yeah. Uh, and then later on we put together, um, a rock opera, um, as a stage production, uh, with dancers and puppeteers and movie screens and, and, that's, and all that kind and of stuff. And
0: that's what I was hearing, like, cause, you know, I've heard about Residency before, and usually it's just, you know, just kind of, like you said, Wednesday nights, you kind of play. Mm-hmm. But I heard about this rock o- What was the rock oh, opera yeah. called?
3: Uh, that's Collie Wobble. So it was our, our first record, actually, that we put out in 2013. And then a little bit later, um, a friend of mine, Mike Gentry, said, hey, I, I know some people in the theater community. Would you be interested in actually turning your rock opera into a, a play and we were like well yeah that sounds awesome you know let's do it uh so you know we we got coordinated with some really talented people and uh we decided that the the best way to to premiere it would be at a residence yeah. in Snug Harbor where we could do an act a week That's, so it would be like to be continued next week you know um
0: so it was a lot of fun that right there is just something that even big bands. You don't hear about rock operas and stuff. like. I mean, that's just a really (laughs) cool concept. I remember just kind of glancing at it and just kind of regretting not being able to go see it because it sounds like a once in a life once oppor- in a lifetime opportunity for you guys and for the people actually getting to see that. You know? Yeah,
3: uh, and we were lucky enough actually uh, on the success of the residency to take it to a couple of festivals last spring. Nice. too. Uh, so um, it looks like it's on the back burner for right now, but we do have some other like performance art type ideas that we're thinking about maybe that's, pursuing in the future. That's awesome, as well.
0: man. Because I, I really think that that's really cool because you're it's two different arts. You know, you got theater. Um, students and people who are, you know, professional in the theater in Charlotte. And Charlotte's actually got a pretty big um, theater-going crowd. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think, I-, I hope more bands end up uh, following you in your footsteps. Because I mean, oh yeah, I do too. It helps out local actors, you know, getting involved in some productions. And it's and it's it's different. You don't you don't you don't see that anywhere else. Like honestly, like I don't even think I've heard of a local band even having. The balls to do something like that because it's you know that's that's you're putting yourself out there and it's um i'm sure it was a little uh weird to begin with a little bit or Um, did it just fall into place
3: it you know it really felt really natural you know i mean um we'd already the the album was already kind of silly and ridiculous at first anyway you know and um you know, this person knew this person, and that person knew another person, and it, it really did fall into place very naturally. And and um, how was the
0: response from uh, the audiences at Snug Harbor? And then also, you said you did it at festivals. Like, was it good? good reaction was a all around, great, great
3: reaction. That's uh, awesome. It, I don't think we could have asked for a better reaction than we got um, at, at all of the performances that we did of Kali Uh it, it was a really great experience, and it, pe- it seemed to resonate with people well too.
0: You know, you guys should make it a little movie you know we've actually
3: talked about that
0: that, or maybe a series of music videos yeah i mean i i think i think you guys got a really brilliant idea with i hope you do some more of that cool um now we're gonna play a little bit of your music uh pre-recorded um what what is the song that you guys are gonna we're gonna play here? For? Um,
3: I was gonna say, um, this song called "Why Should I Wait" from our newest record. Um, we just put out a music video that our buddy Blake Rayner did. Nice. Uh, so that's been kind of the song we've been pushing as. As a single, I guess you could say, the last couple months.
0: And you can, can you describe the song a little bit before we uh, play it? Um, well,
3: uh, a lot of the songs on uh, this record in particular, I, I feel like we were really into like a lot of 60s pop at the time. And nice. we were trying to put together a record that felt, I guess in some ways, kind of like the classic records that we listened to growing up. Oh, like, yeah. Like Beatles, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, you know Marvin Gaye, like those are the things at least in the back of our mind. So we were kind of going for this more like traditional pop, uh, or old school pop, I guess. Nice uh, mindset. So a lot of the songs are about like getting your heart broken and stomped on, and um, the that kind of idea, like these really classic song subjects. Um, but then this song near the end of the record is about like you know getting back on your own two feet and. You know trying to get it together and being happy again nice. like, why do you keep you know dwelling on all this depressing stuff yeah. you know that, that's get a, it that's together. a great message it really yeah.
0: is get your shit together yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna play that and when we come back um, I got a few more questions for you and uh, let's check out this song real quick Cool. and it'll be just like this why
1: should I wait Just around the corner
0: Here with Dylan Gilbert from Hectorina. What's up? That song was awesome, man. I just gotta say, it's got a very—you uh, you were saying before—60s um, kind of vibe, pop vibe, old school pop vibe to it. Yeah, but it's also got a modern, modern guitar riffs kind of. You know, it's, it's got modern and old infused, and it's really awesome, man. I, yeah, thank you very really, much. Like I said, said when I was listening to the song, I, it sounded like if the Beatles had started. Today is kind of what their sound might sound like. Woo! And know, that's a compliment. I know. I, I, I'm bringing <laughs> out the big compliments here. But it's you guys are really, really talented. And, Thank you. Um, and you guys are kind of got this collective going on called Spooky... Spooky Cozy. Spooky Cozy Collective. And explain a little bit about that.
3: Uh, well, it actually comes, uh, like I said earlier, uh, most of our n- names and song titles come from like little inside jokes and, and things that yeah. we, we think are funny. Uh, so we, ha- we have this buddy, uh, Dirk Allman, who, who's in town. He's kind of like a, a local historian, public figure kind of nice. guy. Um, and uh, he uh, always describes his uh, Halloween uh, decorations in the front of his house as spooky cozy nice. and he always goes all out for halloween and and we always thought that that, that was really funny and uh, he 's a good buddy of ours, uh, so we thought that that'd be a, just a great name for for a group uh, and it 's uh just an informal collective of uh, our friends, a bunch of uh, artists that are close together and like writing songs together and working together and trying to put together projects. And
0: Any other artists from that collective you want to give a shout out to? Uh, Jordan
3: Hoban does uh, JPH, uh, Side Note, uh, Kate Harrell, uh, The Dinner Rabbits, Bless These Sounds Under the City, who have done a lot of cool things nice. in town with Bear and Dance. Um, Oh gosh! If I forget somebody, I, I'm just gonna die. Uh, <laughs> our our buddy uh, Daniel Hodges, uh, who's produced a, a lot of our music, is is part of the collective. Nice. too. Um, I think that's everybody that, that's involved right now. So our just, local hip hop artist side notes part as oh, well. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! And yeah. that,
0: that's something that I, I, you know a lot of people kind of stick to their genres, but you know I, we've we've actually had a uh, rapper um, on our Charlotte just a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, that's something I think that we all need to embrace, you know, all sides of the genres of music and and there's so much music out in Charlotte and you guys are doing some awesome work to kind of like spotlight those and, and, you know, you know, get, so this is like a record label kind of, or
3: kind of, sort of, um, kind
0: of just helping out everybody to get, you know, where they need to be. Yeah.
3: Um, I mean, it's just a way to kind of like put a lot of our ideas under one umbrella, um, uh, since we're all like-minded and, yeah. and spend a lot of time together anyway, we thought, well, you know, why not just kind of organize this a little bit and we can, um, put all of our efforts together That's, you al- know, that's awesome! do huh? something fun with it. Yeah.
0: And, and that's the cool thing is like, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're not excluding anybody. You're kind of like an open invitation to join this cool little collective of musicians and, you know that you you got an idea you can, I'm assuming you can just kind of share it with everybody and get yeah. critiques and kind of you yeah. know form something new which is always awesome mm-hmm. um I also want to bring something up that you work with. Um, It's called the School of Rock. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about what the School of Rock is and what you do there?
3: Absolutely. Uh, I'm a music teacher at the Charlotte branch of School of Rock. It's actually um, a nationwide, um, actually I think it might be all over the world now, um, company. Uh, It's kind of like an after-school program for kids where they come and uh, learn music and Besides just your tr- traditional one on one lessons, you know, yeah. guitar lesson, we also have these big performance programs where we have like, you know, maybe a little less than 20 kids get together and they'll all work on a set list of music together and it'll be like maybe a tribute to Radiohead or, That's uh, awesome, or you know, or the White Stripes or something like so that. So are you, you know? the
0: Jack Black of this crew? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think that one of my other co workers, Eric Lockwood, might be more Jack Black yeah. than me uh but
0: uh but it's kind of a similar concept of it, the movie it, it is right? a,
3: a similar concept uh i've I've actually heard that the the movie actually based on the company oh really uh, which is which that's is, awesome it's very cool. Um, so, so we do a lot, a lot of really fun things there and and try to plug into the, um, local music community. Uh, over this past summer, I I did a Queen City Rock camp, which was a week long, uh, camp where kids would come for a few hours every day during the summer and learn about local music. And we had local musicians come in to teach them songs and, uh. And uh it was a really great experience. Right now we're doing uh an experimental rock show where we're doing like Frank Zappa and oh, television wow. and Deerhoof and stuff like That's,
0: that. that. That's gonna be awesome. Is yeah. there a date for that?
3: Um yeah. it's sometime in May. We hadn't pinned down an exact date. I think it might either be at the Nebrid Theater or the Visualite. Nice. So go yeah. you know,
0: type in uh School of Rock, Charlotte, and I'm sure that will yeah. pop up in your Google uh, Absolutely. Um and just uh are, so are they actually creating bands? Like, are you trying to like partner these kids up, and eventually maybe when they get a little older, they can kind of like, I don't know if that's well, a,
3: um, it It's kind of where we're we're just showing them how to work with other kids. Yeah, you know, and the benefit of teaching of collaboration. Of yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, teaching them how beneficial it is to work together. Because uh, I mean, I've seen it time and time again um, that this method be proved right. That, oh yeah. Um, kids that are in the big classes and learn these songs together in a group learn so much faster. Oh, yeah. You know, because they're having fun and they're engaged with other kids and they're asking questions and they have other people to bounce ideas off of. Uh, so I think that our, our big goal is usually to say, you know, whenever you graduate high school and you graduate from School of Rock, which is um, usually the cutoff age, yeah. is, you know, 18, Um and we say, you know, now you have all the tools to go out and start a band, you know, go on tour if you want, start playing out live, you know, put together your own record or, and you know, knows, or whatever you want to maybe do. Maybe you're
0: it. teaching the next Hectorina of Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really awesome. But that's really a cool concept. Um, and I know so many people my age who wish that something like this had been available when they were younger, you know? Cause yeah.
3: Oh, a, I say that all the time. I'm it, like, Oh man, if I had had this whenever I was a kid, it was that, been, that's it it's been just so a great.
0: brilliant concept. And yeah. it's, it's really, I can see how that's going to help kids because you know, not every kid wants to, you know, play classical piano and go, go to those stereotypical, you know, lessons. I did that and I, I tried to like it, but I just, it was kind of forced upon me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, with kids when you force someone to do something you know i want to play guitar and like, yeah. stuff like that and now this is kind of like an offering to those kids who want to be rock stars and you know maybe not all of them end up sticking with it but it's i'm sure they're going to learn valuable lessons not just music wise but how to collaborate with people in general because that's yeah. you know that's the big key in in music making is collaborating with with fellow creators and uh it's, it's awesome that you guys are doing that um and I just wanted to end up in the show a little bit with uh, some shows that are coming up. You got some shows, man? Uh,
3: yeah, the the closest two that I can think of actually uh, that are here in town are um, March 11th. Uh, we'll be at an, a new place uh, in Plaza Midwood called The Station. We're playing with uh, our buddies from Brooklyn, Hey Baby, and a local band called Landless, who we love. Um, and on March 18th, Gosh, I hope I'm getting these dates right. <laughs> March 18th, uh, we're actually doing a Spooky Cozy Collective showcase oh, where cool. uh, everybody from uh, Spooky Cozy Collective is going to come and do a short set at Petra's, also down in Plaza Midwood. Awesome. Uh, so so both of those are our upcoming shows in town.
0: And yeah. um, you guys seem to play all the time, so... If, you know if you can't make it out to one of those shows just keep up follow them on uh you guys got a Facebook
3: oh uh, yeah we got a Facebook we got a, um, you know Twitter Instagram but all of that's linked up at hectorina com
0: so go to hectorinacom yeah. and you can get all the information and I've actually he, he's given me a couple CDs and not only that uh, two cassettes yeah and we're gonna be giving those away um, I'll put some more details on our um, on Facebook and our subreddit that we have which by the way Go to our subreddit, which is the subreddit r slash our charlotte. Go there, and you know we kind of keep you up to date on what we're doing here. But uh, we're going to be giving away some of these C- C- CDs and awesome cassettes. These were. Tell them a little bit about these cassettes because I don't think I've seen a local band have a cassette since. Honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a local band have a cassette because I kind of grew up in the CD age. You know, where um. cassettes were dying.
3: Well we got uh this this label uh that we know out in California Wiener Records uh who's like cassette specific. Yeah. Uh we got in touch with them and uh and they were like, "Yeah, we, we want to help you guys put put this new album out on on tape." And we thought it was a really fun idea and um it it worked out. And it's know?
0: beautiful cuz I know a bunch of my friends um still have cassette tape players you know they have oh, to have that awesome. little yeah. like adapter to play their mp3 players and stuff <laughs> yeah so it's awesome that you have that offering for people who you know don't have a cd player that, yeah i think that's really cool and uh we'll be giving away those and i'll uh, we'll let you guys know here soon how you can win those and um i just like to thank you again dylan for uh coming by our studio and talking with us about local music and what you're doing in the scene it's been a really great conversation
3: yeah thanks a lot for having me
0: and uh go check out their shows and uh have a good one and thank you again.
3: Yeah, thank you. Bye everybody. Bye.
0: That was awesome. Uh that was our little interview with wow. Dylan Gilbert and from Hectorina. And yes, w- technically we didn't actually hear it because I we actually had the interview on another day, but we'll be uh, we'll be honest with you. I don't care. I like to be yeah. honest.
1: I'm sure Dylan had some great things to say and some good music no, to he, play there. He really Rhyme, did, so you and, know it's true. <laughs>
0: and every and everybody here that's like podcasting will hear this. No one else hears the stuff that, I I do the kind of interviews by myself, so, but hopefully, you know, maybe we'll be able to get you guys to come in on some interviews, but it really just kind of depends on the artist for me, but, um, but yes, Hectorina, badass band, One one of Charlotte's best local bands. It's always, what, what's the best food in Charlotte, you know, and what, you know, what can I go eat? So I just want to, like, get you guys opinion. Eric, you got a uh, favorite restaurant in Charlotte you want to mention?
1: Let me tell you what I love is the Diamond. I mean, everyone knows the Diamond. It's been around since, like, 1952 or some shit. It's been around forever. And you know what? They've only gotten better with age. Like, a fine wine... You know what I really love there that I hadn't had before that I tried a couple weeks ago? What is that? They're pig wings.
0: Pig? What is a pig wing?
1: It is a pork shank. Now, I don't exactly know what a shank is. I believe it's part of the leg bone. I think it's part of the leg bone. Either the lower or the upper part of the leg bone. I believe it's the lower because the upper would be a fatter bone, I think, and part of the pig femur. But this was maybe part of the so lure. it's a little
0: it's a part of the pig thigh. it's like a basically
1: huge hunk of meat on a bone, kind of like a chicken wing. Yeah, but it's much bigger and it's covered in a dry rub that they make they concocted themselves at the Diamond. Now, on the menu, and I was aware of this before I ordered it. It said it was coated in cinnamon and a little bit of sugar. And maybe some other spices, some That's
0: that's getting to some uh, Jamaican roots right there, that cinnamon That yeah, al- I guess Was there a little allspice in there maybe? Mm, I no? don't I don't quite
1: remember all spice. It's not like a jerk flavor. Yeah. It's not like a Jamaican jerk flavor. Um but Are they like hot wings at all? It, it's not super sweet, let me say that. But it's got the kind of cinnamon bitterness and aroma, and then they pair it with I believe it was a honey mustard, as well as an Eastern style North Carolina barbecue sauce. So vinegary,
0: spicy. So it's got a kind of like a roots in like kind of barbecue, Carolina barbecue in Carolina a way. Carolina
1: barbecue, but with cinnamon. And I was very skeptical about the cinnamon, as I would understand any listener might be. But I mean, when paired with those sauces, and actually even by itself, was phenomenal so, is mean, this,
0: so this is a definitely recommend go to the diamond and get some pig wings get some
1: pig wings man I,
0: charles i have not
1: been disappointed with anything if we got into the diamond i love that place
0: charles you got a i know you've got a, a place you want to talk about here
4: uh that would be las margaritas it is right outside of charlotte actually it's actually on like the border of Charlotte. And well it's right
0: there off of independence. Yeah, in, it's right uh, off Shared independence.
4: Hamid. It's like right there on the border of Charlotte, like when you're in the deep city. But uh yeah, it's fucking great. I love Mexican food. Tried many Mexican foods. But also stringing off Los Margaritas, it's hard to say which best Mexican restaurant there is because there's also Monterey. Monterey's I've been going
0: there since I was in my mother's womb. I'm twenty five Yeah, and <laughs> my mother was going there when I was in the womb and I love Monterey. But Las Margaritas is awesome, and it's right there off of Independence and Sharon
4: Amity. They do things a little different, like, from, I would say, Monterey, like, Las Margaritas, like, meat tastes different. Like, I like the way they do, and whatever they fry their food in is different, I feel like. It's very good.
0: And like, they've got, like, some awesome sauces that they bring out to you, and one of the, one of my favorite sauces is that they have pico de gallo. But they put uh, coleslaw, which I found out later on is actually Carolina-style pico de gallo by putting coleslaw on it. We're all Chexmates. Or Max. by putting <laughs> ca- cabbage into uh, pico de gallo makes it Carolina-style pico de gallo.
1: Mm, well, putting coleslaw on a burger makes it Carolina style, so why the fuck not?
0: Exactly. And I'll tell you this mm-hmm. adding a little bit of cabbage to some pica de gallo really just adds a little extra dynamic
4: crunch to it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, a little crunch, a little more watery taste to it. It tastes really good, especially with everything mixed together. So, what uh, dish do you uh, get? You get the chimichangas, two fried, basically two fried burritos covered in cheese and goodness. With I top some pico de gallo in there with they put also some like
0: salt some red cheese in there or <laughs> just fried
4: it's just fried with uh, queso oh yeah, Mix in with the queso yes and Very also good.
0: speaking of there like they've got some awesome carnitas and they they come in like chunks yes, with some like red <laughs> onions it's so good and you just kind of like shred it up and put it on your uh, taco and just eat it. Lost Margarita is is really definitely one of the best Mexican restaurants in Charlotte. Uh, Rachel, you got a uh, restaurant that you love? Sure.
2: I really like Zeta Jane's.
0: Zeta Jane's. what, what is uh-huh. Zeta Jane's? Where where is that?
2: It's on Central. Uh, it's a it's a nice restaurant. It's uh, it's kind of a. Laid back place You can get a sandwich You can get an omelet All kinds of breakfast food all day Half priced Champagne bottles on Thursday Oh yeah As Me and my bestie go there Always randomly on Thursday though We never plan it to be on Thursday But we always end up going there on Thursday So
0: what's like some of the good dishes That you like to get from there
2: Oh the Belvedere
0: What's the Belvedere? That sounds like decadent.
2: Ah, oh, it's like a, it's an omelet with spinach and goat cheese and all kinds of good stuff. That's really good. That
0: sounds awesome. I, I want to eat it right now. And the now. Green
2: Mind Melt. I think those are actually probably. What's the, what's the Green good. Mind
0: Melt? Let, let people know what's in it so they can go and Let's experience see. Uh,
2: it. Mushroom. I can't remember if there's meat on it. I can't remember for the life of me. I haven't had it in a while. They're but
0: kind of like a hippie kind of.
2: Sort of like they got some healthy stuff, some yeah. Healthy stuff. But they also got know, some stuff.
0: stuff for you meat eaters out there, right? They got some. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I went there one time, I can't remember what I got, but I can tell you it was delicious. And Zeta Jane's definitely check that out. And I'm gonna in my I just gotta say, if you like Middle Eastern food, lashish may possibly be the best middle eastern food i've ever had
4: in charlotte and oh my god he wanted this restaurant so bad but i fucking love lachish the shawarma get the fuck out of town they put a it's like a pickled pickle it's a pickled, but they put their own spices and shit in their pickles and stuff and they put that in the middle and they put nice meat around it and they give you this nice garlic mayonnaise and they also, dipping have, sauce. they also have like a jalapeno dipping sauce
0: it's and so good. aioli yeah, it's like a garlic, garlic mayonnaise so aioli, like. It's so good. And one wh- of my, I'll tell you what, my favorite dish there is. I get, I like t- actually, this is something that like you can actually split with a loved one or a friend. Like it's called the mixed kebabs. It's about like twelve bucks. But seriously, that's something they give you so much rice and you get so much meats on these skewers that they just grill right there in front of you. And when you get in there you can see them all like on these little swords that they cook and like they're also got the the classic meat um what uh, what is it what what's the classic Greek food um a gyro A gyro they have a the gyro, gyro meat they slice off like and they make everything fresh there it's it, lachish, it's right, to do it lachish is right is right there off of a um gyro. It's right there
2: Every time I get a gyro it's like meat logs cut in yeah, half I'll, just piled so on top though, of each other so it's a moist <laughs> meat is, it is it's amazing but that's what, it that's great, what a, but sometimes that's what, what a
0: euro is though it's literally so like nice. a fused yeah. like meat log that they like a fused shave meat. off like it's, of lamb and and, Let's and beef and and goodness. parsley and spices mm, and just
1: shaved. It's you know, so <laughs> good. we shouldn't like you know not give it enough credit i mean it's not just a meat log i mean there's like <laughs> flecks of bone and internal organs and all kinds of delicious, nutritious stuff.
0: It's good. Stuff. It's good
1: stuff. It tastes delicious. I want one. I'm a big fan <laughs> of awful. And meat logs are awfully good. Oh. oh it's like You foodies know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: O-F-F-A-L. Oh, awful. Better. Internal organ meats. And think about, uh, you know, <laughs> dude, I, I've had uh, haggis before. And it's so- something that like you hear someone say, like, Oh, like, like sheep's stomach, like, mixed with oats and stuff, like, fried up. That's not going to be good. It's delicious. You know, that's the thing. Like, some of the best meats and flavors come from those, like, scraps, you know? And you really have to just be kind of experimental and go to these places that serve these kind of weird stuff. Yeah. That's what the slaves knew. But the mixed kebabs, though, and they got some good kibba, and they got some great, uh, they got some great, um... What is it? Uh, hum- hummus. Get their hummus and shawarma. Mm. It, seriously, go to Lachis. It's right there off of Sharon Amity. <laughs> and I don't. Um, what's that road right there? Central, or is it Central? Yeah. I think it is Central. It is, right there yeah. off of Sharon Amity Central. And it's a little strip mall. You'll see it. It is de- the most delicious food you ever will have. And I would just like to thank everybody. This is our episode, our fifth episode of Our Charlotte. Thanks. Thanks for having Rachel and Eric. Thanks. And my brother in law. Yeah, yeah. Charles. And this has been our Charlotte. Have a good one.